Yep. We're good. What's going on, dude? What's going on? Uh, just another day in Farmington, man. Just coming in to the strike zone, just getting rolling. What about you, man? Uh, not much, man. Just woke up, did some prayer stuff. Uh, I had a meeting last night with all my roommates. We just all really want to start getting really intentional with the Lord. And so we discussed like how we could be better in prayer specifically, because I think that's something Americans struggle with in the faith. And so we just really sat down and, and talked about our struggles and, and got intentional and it was powerful. And so this morning I woke up and wrote down everybody's prayer requests and we're just challenging each other to pray and, and read the word and stuff. And then I got work in about 30 minutes. So yeah. That's cool, man. And where are you working at? I'm working at Razoo's. It's a it's a Cajun cafe. Oh, yeah, look at the shirt. Look at the shirt. Yeah, bro, represent right there. <laughs> no, dude, it's cool. That's it's cool, different. Man. How's that experience been? Different. Like I'm used to working for my dad and being comfortable in that. I mean, that was challenging itself too, but it's just different working in the restaurant industry, man. Like definitely have an appreciation for everybody that works there. Like it's just different. It's fast paced. Something's constantly going on. I work in the back a lot, so I get to see how the kitchen works. And that's that's cool and interesting and fun. Uh, it's just Okay, a job, so though. let me let me ask you this, man. So what was one of the main reasons for heading down there? Uh just to really get away from my family and kind of like grow in my own sense I think and uh Brady and Tegan have been a huge inspiration to me and my faith and I kind of wanted to just like grow that community with them a little bit and just kind of figure myself out and get away from from people not that like I don't like my family but it's just it's good to be on my own <laughs> I, I get what you're saying man it's all good <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so what are some of the biggest thing you noticed? And I, I mean, I was on my, you know, I, I was out traveling the world and doing stuff at a young age. Um, but every young man that's coming up through high school and has got to go out on their own, man, what has been some of the biggest things that you've learned by going out there, man? Uh, first off, through my experience, I took like that gap year and I don't, I don't think that that's a bad thing. Uh, but as far as what I've learned, is you're once you're on your own you're on your own like no one's gonna do your laundry <laughs> no one's gonna pay your rent I've already had to pay rent uh no one like you're just on your own you just got to figure out how to how to do things I've had to learn how to cook my own meals and go grocery shopping and stuff like that uh anybody like seniors I think it's important to take financial literacy which isn't a requirement but I took it my senior year and it talks about how to do a checkbook, how to budget your money. Uh, I think that's something that I already did in advance. So I haven't had to struggle with that, but uh, yeah, just like taking care of yourself, man. Like no one's out here to save me. I'm on my own. I mean, I'm glad I got good friends and good community like that. Like Tegan giving me his room for a month until I move in with case next month. Uh, Brady and all them holding me accountable to work out like all that stuff's good but like really it's all you're on your own like 
you're in control of your mornings. Like I can either sleep in till work or I can wake up and get, get fit in the gym, get closer to God and in my Bible do like, I have all that time to myself, but it's really ultimately up to me. And I think understanding that's huge. Now, would you say when you're out on your own, um, you feel more powerful when, when you feel challenged? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely do. Uh, actually when you have the pressure when you have the pressure yeah when you have the pressure of being on your own and you have to face that challenge every day but then when you do it and you face it would you say you're gaining confidence with everything you face every single day yeah so so talking about confidence and fear and stuff like that uh the first week we were here I got asked to go dancing at a at a like a dancing thing and at first I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to go back to the room. I'm going to stay and being comfortable. And Brady was like, no, bro, you're coming. So I'm like, all right. And so I got into the, to the dancing club or whatever. you want. It's like a country dancing thing. And I walk in and I'm like overwhelmed. Like there's gotta be hundreds of people my age. I've like, haven't seen it. I'm like freaking out. And I think like, old Grant would have just like left. And then I was like, you know what? No, like this is what I, I wanted to do. So I went in with both feet and like just overcame being overwhelmed and stuff like that, which led to like, I've gone to a couple other group settings and been completely fine, but it's definitely there. The fear is definitely there. There's a lot of uncomfortable stuff, but I think just like knowing what I asked for, like I asked to grow and stuff like that and so that was like huge for me but yeah it's definitely there like there's definitely struggles for sure (laughs) well it's crazy it's crazy though too man sometimes we ask god to grow but sometimes it's just in ways that he has to get you by yourself man oh yeah oh yeah i agree with that a hundred percent like there's things that have already happened out here like that wouldn't have happened back home like the whole everything that happened last night with all of us sitting down and like being intentional. And I think just being around like people my age going through the same struggles as me, like it's a lot easier to relate to them than, than other people. So I think that's huge. Oh, and it's, it's cool. It's cool. Those do. It's cool. You guys break those walls down, man. Cause it is so powerful. And like, we've yeah. always had those conversations with people man but when you see young people coming up like it it fires me up to hear that because the world's just so crazy right now yeah man it's definitely that was something we brought up like we really need to know where we're at with the lord and like it's it's huge right now with all the chaos that's going on uh we took an evangelist class which is like how to share the gospel and stuff on monday and tuesday and that's kind of what sparked last night's conversation with with everybody but it's just huge man like it's getting scary out there for sure. And I think like knowing that we serve a God that's just so powerful and, and full of grace, like we shouldn't take that advantage of that. Like none of us want to do that anymore. We want to get in the word and like share people, share with people who God is and, and Jesus and where his heart is and stuff like that. And I think that's huge. Like it's, it's so like God always over provides, man. Like I figured I would, you know, just get close with, Brady and Tegan, but like now there's Craig. Casey goes to church with us. My roommate Grayson, he helps out the football. Like I've met so many more people, and 
like he just always over provides and it's amazing it's good yeah that is cool man yeah so yeah so let's talk about the the podcast coming back man yeah let's talk about our last challenge we just got done because that's the last time i seen you yeah last yeah. time i saw you we were we had just finished 240 bro <laughs> crazy yeah dude it's been about a month or going on about a month man my feet are just like i still got numb spots in my feet dude dude that's crazy i it was it was it was crazy though man like i still can't wrap my head around it even doing it but just even everything we're talking about man like you're to your experience was this and this is what i've just been trying to get through to all the kids lately is life is about experience is yeah. that the same fears the same battles you had to go is that you went to lubbock yeah and that's and that's god making you grow as a person and it's like for me the 240 was my challenge right now mm -hmm. you know and that was my challenge this year that, that was where he took me that's what he taught me and did this but it even goes back to the start of the year man when a lot of people don't know this probably just you and the people around me is that getting off social media for three months yeah you know feeling crazy when our business got closed and then COVID hit. We didn't know what was going to happen. Still really don't know, you know, what's going to happen around yeah. here now, nine months later. But I remember just having to get off social media to like refine myself as a person. I remember I didn't get on for three months. Yeah, I, I remember we went like, I think we went like 70 days. I didn't even talk to you. And I was like, whoa, yeah. like this is not normal, you know, and like our relationships really close. So, like I wasn't worried in a sense of like we weren't close. I just knew it was like soul searching time and like it's huge and and on the social media stuff because that got brought up with my group too like to any kids out there I think this is for anybody if you're not disciplined in like sharing God every with everything you post or like impacting people don't be on it because it is so easy to get distracted from rather it be like all the hot girls on there or all the all the sports stuff even all the political like there's so many different routes that that can take you away from from spending time with god and also like growing yourself like how much time you waste watching other people pursue their dreams or like you could be doing that to to make your own dream we happen. waste so we waste we waste so much time on bullcrap man yeah yeah like that's just straight up so much time on bs and the good thing is, though, man, it's it's how we look at social media, though, because even like I had to get off for three months because I had I was dealing with stuff personally. Yeah. And if I never went through that stage and got back to spending time with God, man, because I, I might have put 500 miles on my legs in that time in the desert, just running, listening to him. And yeah. he like reshaped me as a person. And, and if I, he doesn't do that in that stage, man, I don't get through the 240. No. No, I don't, but then I don't it was like so. there was a shift because I had to get off social media for a while. But then when we came back, it was like I understood that, you know what? Social media is a great thing to help. people. Yeah. Yeah. To I, share your story, too. to help people and to share the whole thing. That's why I shared like no, the anger. I felt anger last week. Yeah. And I'm like, anger is not a good thing. Like we, we show anger when we get hurt. 
And it's yeah. like, we try to act tough. We try to do whatever, but it's the underlying thing that overcovers it all. And it's just like, it, we have to get through this, uh, our own garbage mm-hmm. to like find our peace. And that's just the way it is every single day. That's why you said you need to talk like us like this today with people. You need to have your buddies. You need to have those conversations with yeah. people every single day because that's the spring of life. You know, and it was the same thing on that run, man. That whole run is the concept of like, the best thing I can take out of that run, man, is that we underestimate what we truly are as a human being. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Seeing you at certain aid stations, like I remember the first time I saw you from my experience, like you didn't even recognize us when you were coming up the hill the first time. And I was like, wow, like. He's not even 70 miles in. No, I think you were like around a hundred, but like you didn't even recognize. Yeah. You didn't even recognize us. I was like, what, what is happening right now? Like, this is absolutely insane. And then like, I remember you got over and you're like, I'm just going to sleep on the ground. Like you literally slept on the ground, got like six hours of sleep. And then when I saw you in the morning, I was like, you were completely fine. You're like, all right, another day. And then you went and then like the process would repeat, but like, it was crazy to see like how broken yet strong you were. Like that was the most broken I'd ever seen you, but then like also so strong, like it was, it was crazy. And yeah, I think it goes to that of like, and it's funny that we're talking about this, but like, uh, the sermon that we listened to this Sunday at our church was a lot about like Paul and his thorn and how like God doesn't always take away like that suffering because that's what is used to like us draw closer to him. And so I think that's huge. And like, we should have joy in suffering, like in going back to you, like when we finish, like it was so terrible. I remember when we hit the road, we were both like, this has got to be close to being over. And we sailed like three miles it was awful. on the unforgiving road. Like for those of you that don't understand, like trail running is pretty easy on your feet because it's a little bit softer. But when you hit road, it freaking hurts. Like I was so like, oh, and I had only been like 13 miles in at that point. Like Adam, you were what? Two, two, 23, something crazy like that. And no, like, this is what this is when I knew, man. Like everything yeah, I've searched for, for working out, everything yeah. I've ever looked for from working out, I found out there. And this is the whole story of it: is that the whole first day was so hot, like I'm talking like you know ninety plus degrees out in the Moab desert, and people are running out of water, lying starfish on the ground, puking everywhere. Yeah, and. I was drinking gel packs and I lasted good for about five hours. Well, then the gel pack started turning my stomach and I got next to this guy, man, who was freaking out about running out out of water. And I was like, man, I have to like get away from you. But I remember right there, dude, we were 47 miles in and every quit voice I've ever had in my entire life overwhelmed me right there. And I remember I sat on a rock and I was 47 miles in. And I said, I'm just going to give myself three minutes. That's it. Three minutes. I'm just going to sit down because it was so hot 
and it was so grindy out there. So I sat down and for the first minute, overwhelming quit thoughts. Like I've got 200 miles to go. You're not going to be able to do this. Negative, 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 negative. Right. Yeah. And then I sat down and then the second minute I got a little bit more at rest. And then the third minute I was at peace. So then I sat 20 minutes on my watch and I'll go, you know what? I'm going to walk 20 minutes, give myself two minutes rest. Right. And yeah. I did that the whole way to the aid station. And I was like, then I got through the aid station and then I got stronger. And then when I got you it, to see you at 120 and I seen Dean all them and I just slept on the ground. I've never felt like that because I was on no sleep for like 39 hours. Yeah. And I remember Ryan, I picked Ryan up at 73 and we're going up Shea Mountain, dude. And I remember looking up so far and I could see his headlamp so high up there. And I would have to walk like 10 feet and sit down. Yeah. And I just remember the hills and the miles being so big. But the craziest thing happened at 160 miles. And this is where I knew this day is like 160 miles. Ryan and I get there. We are absolutely trashed. I put my mm -hmm. feet out the window of the car. I slept for about three hours. And then we had the 11,000 foot climb the next day. Yeah. And then it's like, I remember at about 167, we left and we were going down the road. We could hardly walk. And yeah. then I remember at about 167, I started running. And then I remember, this is the craziest thing I learned out there is that we always talk about the mind. Like control mm -hmm. the mind, harness the mind, right? Well, yeah. this is what I learned out there that day is that you have to like get your mind out of the way and allow the body to do what it knows how to do. Because it was like, I was, remember I was running and I was like trying to stop the pain every time I would hit the ground. And yeah. then God told me right then, he's like, I built the body to handle this pain. Let it do what it's supposed to do. Stop thinking. So then I just ran and the pain, it wasn't as bad. And the funny thing is, this is at 200 plus miles. And at 47, I didn't think I could take another step and I was going to quit. Yeah. And the funny thing is the body got yeah. to the finish. The body mm -hmm. knew what to do, but could you get your mind out of the way and yeah. let the body do what it's supposed to do? And I came back. Since the Moab 240, I came back and I started watching like Wim Hof and I started getting back into his cold stuff, you know, taking cold showers every day and doing that because I hate it. Absolutely yeah. hate it. He put these guys in a river for 10 minutes, right? Up to their neck in some ice river. And four minutes in, this guy's freaking out. And he yells at him and he's like, stop thinking. Stop thinking. You're thinking too much. He goes, just breathe. Allow the body to do what it knows how to do. The body knows how to warm itself up. Get out of the way. And yeah. it was the same thing like I've taught hitting in here the last couple of weeks. And it's like, if you've hit a home run before, your body knows what to do. Right. Then what stops you from doing it every single time? Yourself. Huh. Exactly. Your mindset. Yeah. And that was the same thing. You have to go through that garbage and get out of the way of it because the mind is its own freaking creature. It's its yeah. own thing. And it controls and you got to know how to like take it out of there and get rid of it because it can hurt us so much. 
Because we think way too much. You know when we find out when we're at our best? When we're at survival. Mm -hmm. When we are forced to survive. Why do you think you're growing in Texas? Because you're forced to survive. Yeah. In the Moab 240, when you're 200 miles in, and I remember that death march, the downhill from 200 to 220, that took me like eight and a half hours. Mm -hmm. That was a death march. Yeah. Absolute death march. And it's like you get to the end, though. But -hmm. you have to go through the survival of like, can I take another step? No, I don't think I can. Like, I think I feel like dying right now. And then you have to calm yourself down and face it. And then it's like that primal instinct takes over and you become this like creature, like this attack creature that I swear, man, at 160 miles out there, I became something I've never felt before. Like it was like all the garbage you went through, you had to climb through it. And then you became this animal. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Cause mm-hmm. I remember how much my mind wanted to quit at 47, but how does my body get to the end when so much quits there? It's like, you have to control it, get it out of the way, not let it affect you. And then you take the last day with me and you is like, we couldn't even get my shoes on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My feet, feet were so, so swollen. swollen, dude. And yeah. then five minutes in, I, I couldn't even walk. We couldn't put our shoes on in five minutes in me and you were jogging. Mm-hmm. How I do you mean, explain yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. You it, can't, it's, man. It's like, it's, it's just, crazy. People under, people underestimate how powerful they truly are, man. Yeah. And we are at our best when we don't think. When you take thinking out of the equation and you just survive and you be in the moment, that's why everything we do when we do our challenges, why do we remember it? Because it puts us right in the present moment. Right now, it's about survival. Yeah, and I think that ties in. Yeah, I think that ties in with like the Holy Spirit at work. Like when we stop thinking and we almost like let go of our own thoughts, like God is able to work. God's able to like really use us in those moments. Like, and I remember fear doesn't exist. It's like fear's there, but you know how to enhance it and get it out of the way and use it to your advantage. Yeah, it's there, but like it it can't phase you. Like this power comes where like you're not in control, but I mean you are, but you're not. Like the Holy Spirit's leading you and you do these like crazy things and people are like, you're in control of yourself, man. Yeah. Because people today, it's just like I've seen so many people today, it's all reaction. Like they wake up and they react on their emotions because people are just playing with their emotions. That's the one thing I loved about that 240, man. Four days out there, no technology, no nothing. And you just became this primal creature. Yeah. But then when I came back to town, it's like, this is a different universe down here, man. And if you don't have that time to yourself to be that primal creature who God created you to be, because this is it, man. We have lost who God created us to be. Because the world has told us way too much through social media influence who we're supposed to be. Yeah. Like I had a young kid, in, a young man in here last night, a 13-year-old kid, and he asked me about playing instruments and playing the drums and the guitar. And he's like, man, you play the gr- drums and guitar? And I'm like, yeah. And he, and he goes, man, you, you're a guitarist too? And I'm like, no, I'm just Adam. Yeah. Like 
I'm just Adam, man. Like that's inside of me. Like that, that's Adam. Like that's what's inside of me. That's what God's given me as a love, a passion. And that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Like that's Adam, you know? And I was like, it, it's not coming from the world. That's just who Adam is. And then yeah. it's like, that's what I want these young guys to understand too, man. It's like, love who God created you to be, man. Whether it be like me and you, we're complete opposites. Oh, but it's like you, you, you own who you are and that's what you respect with each other. Yeah. You know, and that's, and it's just, that's how it works because the connection for God, it's not about how the world sees you. There's a connection in the spirit. You know, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're a 13 year old, it's you, me or anyone else. We're all connected by these, that spirit. And it's like, God made everyone unique, man. That's where we all mess up. We try to be someone we're not, and we're ashamed of who God created us to be. Yeah. And that's why like last week, man, and, and it was exactly right because I always put up positive stuff and that's great. But anyone that's close to me knows all the garbage I go through and been through and all the demons I fight and stuff like that. It's that's real, too. And then last week, it's like God told me, put up a post and say, you know what? You're angry. I feel this. I am angry sometimes. And that's normal. That's okay. That is okay, man. That is okay to feel that way because that's what I'm dealing with. I've told some people this week, we all have this puzzle inside of us. Like a puzzle of just crap. Yeah. A puzzle of just crap inside of us. We all have this crap that we're trying to figure out and overcome ourselves to become our best. You have it. I have it. It's not the same, but it's crap. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And we all have that, man. And we're all trying to get through it. And that's what ultra running has taught me is that if you just relax, take a moment, you can always persevere. You can yeah. always persevere, but you have to calm yourself down, relax, get back to the Father, get back in your spirit, and then you can get mm-hmm. back and do whatever you want. Yeah. But we all have this garbage we're trying to figure out, man, and, and that's what I wanted because I had some young kids reach out to me after I shared that stuff, man, saying, hey, it was 100% right what you said, like it helps because I know those kids were feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we tell these kids that it's not okay to feel angry. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? In today's world, if I get up and I'm on the news too long or I'm on social media too long, I feel freaking crazy too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about changing your state, getting in the state of mind with the spirit and what God created you to be. And it's like, that's why it's so powerful to do what you and those kids did last night. That's why it's so powerful to share your story with others. Yeah. You know, and show and help each other and do that. That's why it's so powerful because it's it's how it's supposed to be, man. Yeah. We're not supposed to be the same. Where we get unhappy is we try to be someone we're not. Right. And we're right. worried how others are going to think about us because we don't think they're going to accept us for who we truly are. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I think that's good. I I think this is a good stopping point because I got to go to work and stuff. And oh, so yeah, we'll, we'll take just the, getting started. Yeah, we'll just take these next like two or three minutes to kind of talk about the next potential guests that we're going to bring on and stuff. Uh, talking about like the young kids and stuff. I know me and you have been talking about this for a while and we've already got a few 
of the younger kids back home that I ministered back at the students that already want to jump on and do it. And so we're going to get some kids on here, man, and, and talk about, have them talk about their struggle with growing up in social media and only knowing that. And I think it'll be super valuable to, to everyone because it's important to know what kids are going through. We always try to think we have life figured out for them and they don't know what it's like to live without that. And so I think these next few episodes will be super huge and impactful. And so, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. No, it's going to be cool, man. And I just say, it's the same thing. Like I want to see what everyone else is doing. All the local athletes. I, I went through the list of names that we had on the podcast already. And it's like, man, we had some great episodes, dude. Like it was yeah. so much fun. I got a whole bunch of people that are just moving on with their life um, and doing different things. And just from this area and, you know, for me, man, personally, it's like this area is taking a hammer and dude, and it's just, it brings a little bit of light to just people in this area, the good parts of this area. And it's kind of, you can just feel the emptiness around here right now, man. And it's, there's a different energy around and it's just expected from what's going on. Yeah. So if you know, if we can have some kids get on and like talk and share their stories and we just get on and talk about life, man, just like we always do and just share those yeah. stories. If that's that, if that's a little bit of freedom every day for these people, like, man, why it. not? You know? Yeah. And I, and just like we always do, man, life's about, you know, having fun and being going out and exploring, dude. And yeah, dude. Getting It'll everyone to do that. And it's, it's good to see all the, like, it's so funny because Tegan and Brady, I used to do lessons with those kids when they were like in 11U and 12U and stuff like that. And just yeah, to dude. see you guys doing what you're doing, man, that's what the local kids around here need to see that, you know, this town produces. Yeah, we'll, we'll get those guys on the podcast too, for sure. They they all want to be on and we'll get Case in. And we, we got a lot of episodes coming and I'm excited to get it back. I think it was good. We took the break to kind of redirect it towards like God and, and the youth and stuff like that. Cause I think it's an area that, that isn't attacked near nearly enough. And so Dude, it's going to be good, life, man. Life has changed, man. Life has changed. Oh, yeah. So like, it's life has changed and it's crazy, man, to go back and think when we were doing the podcast, D worked here. Yeah. Like, we weren't moving the strike zone. Like it's, we weren't moving and doing what we're doing. You're in Lubbock. Like life has changed, man. Like it's, yeah. it's different now. Last time when we did the podcast, life was different. And now it's yeah. like, we live in this different, a different time, man. So it's going to be cool to see how everyone's dealing with COVID, what they're doing with their life. And honestly, just catch up with everyone too, man. Like oh, yeah. I'm pumped just to talk to everyone. Yeah, dude. All right, bro. Well, all right, it was bro. good to well, catch good to up. See you, man. And yeah. then uh, we'll get some more uh, stuff going, dude. So enjoy your day at work. All right. Thanks, bro. See ya. All right.